So let's get started here. There's a lot going on to this job. Let's see how much we can cop around. Here we go. So the first thing we are not going to focus on, we'll just throw out a few Ramakhanis here, is that the Gemara talks about the Menatzbach Tzaytim which means that the end of letters were Mechadish by the Nevi'im. So the Kash is that the Afrena over here are bothered by. How do you forget something like that? Lechayr, we have the Ksal, the Aesis, we have the letters. And unless all the Super Terror for some reason all disappeared, which we're not familiar with any time in history that that happened, where exactly all the letters go? So it seems that Taisus is dealing with this kasha. Taisus Diramaskal Ba'id. Taisus, and all that, Taisus says that we're talking about a time. Yeah. That these Taisus came along, these Adidas came along after Amin burnt the Torah, a story in the video, the Sukhma over there brings down, that Amin came along and, and burnt the Surah Torah, and then we lost all the letters. So it seems that Taisus is addressing this kasha. That's what the Marapanim says, that that's what Taisus is coming to deal with, where all the Surah Torah go. It is still, it needs a lot of work, because the we did have the Luchas, you know, we should, we should still have Luchas at the time, and Luchas, we had the letters. So it's a very big kasha, we're not going to deal with it, but you now we'll just throw out this a beautiful Gemara, and it's a Hedge, not my plague is whether the term is given in Ksav Ivri or Ksav Ashuri. Until you see that Gemara, you probably won't be familiar with Ksav Ivri. Ksav Ivri is a totally different Ksav. Anybody ever heard of Ksav Ivri before? Ksav Ivri? We, our, our Gemaras, our Gemaras, our Sephardi written in Ksav Ashuri, which is the Ksav that we use. However, there's a sign in the Gemara that was given a different Ksav, called Ksav Ivri, in English it translates as a Paleo-Hebrew script, it's a totally different script. So if you learn that way, the Advaz and Shuba writes that if you go with that Mahal, the Torah originally was given in one Ksav, and now it is a different Ksav, that might explain a little bit better, a little bit easier, how this forgetting happened. But again, it's still something which needs a lot of work, definitely we can talk about it afterwards. I want to just spend a few minutes now to focus on this, this Gemara over here. The Gemara introduces us to this concept called Elam Mitzvah, it's the top of Okay, so I want to deal with two nukudas in this Gemara. Number one, why is that the case? What is the reason that Hashem specifically set up the turn away that we don't rely on Nabiim, that Nabiim are not on Nabiim Mechadish Halachas? Right? Hashem specifically made it that it's the Chachadim who are Mechadish Halachas, the Rabbana Kamalachim Mechadish Halachas. Right? The Gemara tells us that we can't use a Nabi to teach us any new Halachas. That's the first thing I want to try to focus on. Spend a few minutes on the Shailah. So the Maritzchias actually deals with the Shaila. Maritzchias in his Ksavim. In the beginning of Maimur Teres and Abiyah, but the first Maimur actually deals with the Shaila. Maritzchias says like this. Very interesting. You said when I first saw it, I thought it was a Tran Yitzchidish, and then afterwards I saw the Ran says it basically word for word. Drush the Ran, Drush Yud Aleph. And I was curious after I looked around the Maritzchias, because the Maimur sounds like it's word for word. So I looked around, I didn't see the Maritzchias quoting Drush the Ran anywhere else. It could be the Maritzchias didn't have a Drush the Ran, and that's why he's not quoting him. This is what the Marat Shkiyas says. Marat Shkiyas, we'll have the run, just a little clear in the Marat Shkiyas. The Marat Shkiyas is the beginning of Maimur Teres and Abiyam's book. Says the Marat Shkiyas like this. Parak Aleph. This is a very important Yisrael in our religion. So the Torah should always be around. The whole Talmud in Maven it should be understood for every Talmud Chacham. Not that the Torah should be given over to prophets. Says the Hashem did not want that Nevi'im should be the ones who are in charge of the Torah. And then whenever they would have Nevi'im, they'd be able to teach us the Noah Lachas. Says Martinez, why not? Shazam maybe have said go to that Muna. This would bring a tremendous challenge in our Yiddishkeit. Why? The Fishanavut, Trichal Oisul, my Vistal Bukhina Harvey. The Rabbin tells us there's an incredible long list of things and qualifications that Navi has to have. 
He has to show us signs. You have to make sure he's a Navi, he's a Navi Edis. So there's a bunch of steps that, it, that a Navi has to go through in order for us to know that he's real. A whole list of things that he has to do. Okay, and then he ends off. In Canaan, if the way that Hashem wanted to give over the Torah to Nevuah, then very nice, it would work. But it would only work when the Navi would be able to have all those qualifications and he would perform all those tests. And that time that we were waiting, we wouldn't know what to do. That's why Hashem specifically gave over the Torah through Talmud Echachamim and Aladay Nevuah. So when I saw this Maharetz I thought it was a tremendous Chiddush. I mean, Hashem could have made it that the Navis, the, the, the Isis, the Maizim are much easier to perform. They're much simpler. Or somebody asked on the Maharetz it's okay, so why don't you have both? Why can't you do it through a Navi and also through the Tamid al So you want to tell me, so when the Navi doesn't have his Nebuah, so you can't rely on the Navi, okay, so then go to Tamid al So it could be that the Maharetz is not going to say as well as well the Ram doesn't want to say that because that would be very confusing. Imagine if you had a Navi tell you one thing, and then Tamid al tells you another thing, that would be very complicated. So I hear to use one or the other. But the Shayas of the Maharetzki is this, this idea that the reason why I shouldn't want to give it through the Nevi'im is because the Nevi'im are much harder to, you know, they don't always have their Nebuah. Definitely a very interesting well, concept. That's a good point. You're right. Now, Hashem, we have to have a, a verification process in order for us to rely on the Navi. I'm just asking, why can you make that simpler? Why can you make that easier, faster? You're saying that actually, we need this process for every reason. Yeah, I hear it. It could be. Meaning this process, the definition, is, is built into every Navi, and it takes, it takes a period of time. That's why. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. definitely that's, that's probably how the Ryan Lamar's case learned. There's an interesting say for Ikram, that Ikram brings down to Maimar Aleph, Parakam and Aleph, Parakam Beis, he talked asked the Kasha, how do you trust Maishra Beinu? He said, you tell me that you're not listening to Nabi, it's actually listening to Maishra Beinu's Parak. So what we got out of Sinai Fund, Maishra Beinu was more much what you're talking on. And the say for Ikram over there is a long aricha to explain why we listen to Maishra Beinu. The idea is, after Maishra Beinu, we don't listen to any Nabi, but Chadish and Yoel Lachis. If anybody's familiar with the say for Ikram, the say for Ikram is one of the five big, uh, probably primary Hashkaf Asfar written by the Mishaynim. Uh, the, you know, the five on the list, probably, that you know, that Chayim bring out are the Sefer Munas Adayas or Zadigayim. It's by the first one written by the one the Goyim, and the Ram is Marne Buchim, the uh, Kuzari, the Chavos Abbas, and the Sefer Ekim. So Ekim was written by Rabbi Abay. Definitely, if anybody is interested in learning Ashkafa, those are the five Svarim that uh, are brought down by the Chayim on the, the big five. Okay, so that's the Sefer Ekim. I want to I want to possibly suggest another Mahalach why the Torah is given specifically to tell me that Chayim and not Adayin The the side of this of the, this tarot is really found in the Ramchal, in his safe, in his safe of Maimar Ikrim, it's for Maimar over there, it's brought there, I think, in the second Maimar, where the Ramchal writes that Hashem specifically wanted that the Tamid HaChacham should be involved in the process of Halacha, the process of the Mechavish Hulishet Tarot. He doesn't exactly say why, he doesn't explain what the Peshat that is, but he says that HaKadosh Baruch wants it, that Tamid HaChacham, that us, the Tarot, should be involved, sitting and learning the Torah, and be involved in the process of Hulishet Tarot. So there's probably a lot of different mahalachim you could suggest why that's true. The Tzivit is Kino Sehemek in his Akdama. To Tamik Shaila, he offers a long shot that when Klai is in Golas, we need to have the terror to be with us, and we need to be out to Mechadish Halacha. That keeps us going, that keeps us strong. Definitely an interesting real shot. But I want to suggest maybe Yopshan and Ramchal, why does Hashem want us to evolve in the terror? Even Chasash Rosh, Rosh Weiss, Shlita, actually is one of, in one of his Akdamas, it's one of his true, I think he's Meir Hamish Nekuda, exactly why Hashem wants us to evolve. 
But I think maybe a simple pshat based on the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Pirkeyavis, the Mishnah says that Chav of Adam Shnivim Tzalmalikim. That the mail that a human being has that he was created with Tzalmalikim, the image of God. So what does it mean, the image of God? So many Rishonim over there learn, it's referring to the Neshama. We have a Neshama created like Hashem. The Rambam over there learns, maybe some of the Chiddush, but there's a few Rishonim. Another way, the Meiri, the Rambam Shakar, other Rishonim in the Mishnah. Tzalmalikim means that we were created with Seichel. That the differentiation between a human being and an animal is the fact that we have seichel, we have intellect, we can use our mind, we can use our brains to create <coughs> new halachas, to create new things. The Ram writes this as well, Mufurish, in, in uh, Chagiga, in Parak Beis, in Chagiga, the Mishnah says, Anybody who is not mocked, but on the covet of Hashem, the Mishnah says, it's better that you come to the world. So what does it mean he's not mocked, but on the covet of Hashem? So Pashim Shad, the Shayim Lur, it means that he doesn't afford, you know, he doesn't give Akkadish Rachel the proper respect. Ram says the Chiddush. I actually once asked the Rabbi a certain question. He said, "What do you mean? What about the Rambam over there?" I said, "What about the Rambam?" Take a look at the Rambam. The Rambam says, "Koshei Chasak Vaykainai." Says the Rambam. A person doesn't use his seichel, he doesn't use his intellect. Because seichel is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, and that represents, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world and created, you know, das, created that concept of knowledge, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. So if we don't use our seichel, we don't use our intellect, then we're not giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu the proper respect. And that's why my Rebbe is trying to tell me that, you know, I'm not supposed to be answering the question, you're supposed to use your seichel and figure it out. But the idea basically is based on this Rambam is that I think it makes a lot of sense why Hashem didn't want to give us the Torah through, through Nebuah. Hashem specifically wanted to give it to Tamid al-Kham, wanted to give it to Mei Torah so that we could use our seichel, we could use our brains and we could work and shvitz over a black Gemara, shvitz over the Gemara. Imagine if the Torah was just given over through Nebuah, we wouldn't have any work for us. We wouldn't have any Torah for us to be involved in. And the whole idea of, being, of us being able to evolve the Torah was of like, like this idea, not to rely on Nebuah, rather that we should be the ones involved in the creative process, which is this a few Rishamis that just bring out this say that a Kaddish Prophet specifically wants to make a comment to be involved, but we'll, we'll leave that for now. So that's one idea. A Kaddish Prophet specifically wanted us to use the Torah, to create the Torah, using our Seyach and Atha Nebuah. The second insight over here, the Gemara brings down this concept, that Nevi'im are not allowed to mechadish any new halachas. So the Gemara asked, how could the Nevi'im say the, the end of letters? The Gemara answered, what happened was we forgot it. Shalk from the yes, we forgot it, and then they brought it back. The Gemara seems to tell us a very important say, and that is that if we forget something, if we forget a halacha, the Nevi'im will not come back, and, and thereby they will mark the Siyalacha. That's what the Gemara sounds like. Now the problem is that this Gemara in Tura not as well, which sounds the first like this. The Gemara in Tura brings down, it's a really beautiful thing to say this to the Gemara, and one day we'll be able to see it together. The Gemara in Tura says that Maish Rabbeinu was Makabalitari, right before Maish Rabbeinu was Nifter, he turns to Yeshua, and he says, is there any halacha that I didn't teach you? Do I, is there anything you have to learn? Yeshua says, me? I was by your side the entire time, and you don't have to teach me anything, I listened to everything you taught me. The Gemara says, Moshe died, the Gemara says, because of Yeshua had some level of gaiva, you have to know exactly what the problem was, because my Yeshua was at all time, Yeshua forgot 300 halachas, the Gemara says, over 300 halachas. The Gemara says, Klai Fokim, Yeshua says, please get back to halachas, use your nevuah. Yeshua responds, Inga Vrishala Chadish, Dabra, can't make Hashem They come to another Nabi, Inga Vrishala Chadish. The Gemara says, they came to Esteel and Kanaz, 
came along and he was able to bring back Kalachas using Popol Shaltera, using his own Tzvar. So the Kasha to Friday Mass, Lukhur, you see Kor from Makamara Tura, that these mitzvahs, Moshe Reino got originally, and they are forgotten. And the Gemara says, still, you can't say that Nabi's now bring those halachas, using back the Nebuah. It's a Kasha in our Gemara. Our Gemara sounds like if you, if you forgot the halacha, they're allowed to bring it back. The Gemara and Torah sounds like if you forgot the halacha, you're now to bring it back to the Nebuah. That's the Kasha that Friday Mass. So here, there's two, two simple solutions, and then a Chilish of the Grits over there in Tura. The simplest tarot properly is the Pei Shuh is Mahalach. The Pei Shuh suggests in our Gemara over here, that the Gemara says, very easy Mahalach, to find out you want to take more The Gemara says, Chazram, Shachram, Chazram, yes, it doesn't mean they brought it back to the Nebuah. It means, like the Gemara and Tura says, they brought it back, using their purple. Using purple, they ought to bring back the letters. Now, the R on that is that, to bring back the Mahalachas that the Gemara forgot in, that we're talking about the Torah, so those halachas, you have to know which ones we're talking about, but Pasha, we're talking about things that you could work out with Svar. What exactly is a Svar? Which letters go in the middle? Which letters go at the end? I would have thought that required more than Svar, but again, it's not such a kasha. If you tell it to be chayz, will pull it. Another mahalach is, I'll see the Rebbeinu Hanano. Rebbeinu Hanano and Shabbos, that Kuvdal and the base brings down, that the way we read the Gemara was a little bit wrong. That not, that they, not that they were totally forgotten, rather what happened was that Klyasol forgot it. The Nevi'im knew it the whole time. Klyasol forgot it, the Nevi'im just came along to remind them. So again, not using their purple, not even using their svar. They used it the whole time, but the Gemara says they forgot it, just means that they didn't have the Messiah anymore. They went to the Nevi'im, and the Nevi'im told them what it was. But the third Mahalath of the grid says in Torah, again, that grid in Torah is also very, very sadistic. The grid says, the grid says, Mechadish, and there's two types of Allahs. Two types of Allahs, which we see nice. So this is uh, Yisrael of the grid, which you know, he takes throughout Shas. There's something called Allahu Mesh Visinai Mechadashas, and Allahu Mesh Visinai Mechadashas, which means Allahu Mesh Visinai Mechadashas means. And it ta- the halakha which you see comes to tell you an entirely, an entirely new halakha. For example, see the halakha which you tells you that there's a mitzvah to take the Arab in the base of English. There's a mitzvah of Nisach in the base of English. That's an entirely new halakha. That's called like halakha which you see Kamechadash. Then there's a second category of halakha which you see called halakha which means halakha which you see is coming to explain to you a detail in the mitzvah there. For example, says the Grizz, like I remember over here. This, the letters of which letter goes here, which letter goes there, is not an entirely new halacha, it's just a detail on the letters. That's the halacha of Another example, let's say the shiurim shall tire. Let's say we don't know the shiurim, what shiur goes what. I think Omar and Sukkot, Akhil, and Pazwa, that the shiur and halacha Shishinah, Omar brought the steer, the Mark includes the threads, the steer between two Gemara's, but let's just do with halacha Shishinah. So the Gemara says, that's halacha Shishinah. Says the Griggs, that's halacha Shishinah, Mitharashis. Again, it's explaining. The Torah tells you, eat something on Pesach. The halacha Shishinah is coming to tell you that is the Kazak. <laughs> the great basis you say that a Navi is not allowed to bring up if they forget it. And we don't have time to go through what the Pshad is. It's a fascinating Pshad, lots of discuss. But a Lachom Meshit if you forget it, then they were allowed to bring it back. Okay, that's the Grizz Mahab. According to the name of Shul, what was the Pshad that had to be a Vim? It was there is a big Mahalakis, that's a good point. It's Mahalakis, the word Seikim, what does it mean? Does Seikim literally mean Nevi'im? Or is it just a reference to anybody's with Kamukha? So the way we read it, we read it, that about this referring to Nevi'im, but in the time according to Yeshua, the fact that the Nevi'im was not the important Nekuda, which you're bringing out, you're bringing out the Nekuda, which you're bringing out the, you're bringing out the, the point, which is a very, a very important point, Dali, and that is, the Yeshua is teaching us, which is the Kheris Pashit, and we'll, we'll, bring out, we'll bring this out later on, even though we say that a Nabi is not as Mechadash Eino Alacha, L'chera, just because, the, just because I happen to be a Nabi, doesn't mean that I can't use my Popo. L'chera, that's Pashit. The Mara Tzvi is later, I think, on Dr. Zvav, who's going to have a Kasha Rashi, sounds not like that. 
Lechur is a right card from the Vian themselves. The Snail and Kanaz, the uh, Pasek and Shaftim, I think in Parak Yerba, Parak says that a Snail and Kanaz is a Ruach Hashem. Rashi says that Ruach Hashem just means, right, before he went to Muhammad, he felt like he was stronger. Very nice. Targum there says that's a Ruach Nebuah. Targum, Rabbi, they both say it's a Ruach Nebuah, which means a Snail and Kanaz is a Navi. And I'm thinking, the Gemara Torah says, Targum of you see, Clark and a Navi, just because it's a Navi doesn't make it worse. Just because it happens to be a Navi doesn't mean I can't use my football. Very nice. Some of the Mars case also more. The talent brings down. Moshe Moshe Fine. Let's move on to down the bottom of the Gemara. Again, if anybody has any kashas, any Gemara we're skipping, there's definitely you know lots of discussion. All these Gemaras. Let's go down to the bottom of the Gemara. The Gemara in the bottom of the Gemara says that the Kan Sofkushal is Rebbe. The Gemara says that the Talmudim of Beis Rebbe have mevatel Talmud Torah to hear Kriyas Hamagilah. So there's one kasha which we're not going to focus on at length over here, and that's the kasha. What do you mean? What does it mean that you mevatel Talmud Torah to hear the Megillah? Megillah also the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That's a kasha that they're trying to deal with. So there's you know four, five, six, maybe ten teruts, and each one comes up with their own little chiddush. We'll just speak out maybe three or four quickly. Number one, the similar terms of Beis Rebbe speaks out that mevatel means that. If they're, if they're sitting down in Yeshiva, they have to go here in Mikra Megillah, which is a few minutes away. And if not, when they go there, they're, they're in the of Talmud Torah. But the Halicha, when they have to walk there, that's Bittal Torah, that's the Mabatha. One Mahalach, another Sibba Mahalach, you know, the Bali Musa, like you say, there's a Bittal Torah in Ephes, Bittal Torah in Kamas. So maybe they're in the middle of a purple shear, and have a Pika, and what they want to find you is a Mabatha from the purple shear, the Ian shear. Listen to Greece and Megillah, it's not exactly the most Ian type of reading. And the Mabatha, that's the Mabatha. The It's a great question. That's probably called a mitzvah. The question is that it's a commentary. <coughs> we'll talk, we can talk about it exactly. It's a, fa- it's a fascinating kiddush that comes down in the morning. It's that a din of Isaac mitzvah, patron mitzvah. When a person is on the way to learning, when he's actually learning, the Mormon says, no ktura, Isaac mitzvah, patron mitzvah, which is a pelt. When I'm actually doing a mitzvah, no ktura. The Mormon might come, but the one says, that I have to stop and do another mitzvah. When I'm on the way to learn, then I have that tour. So the way that our friend would like to say it, the Arsameh, uh, the way he says it, is that. Beautifully, a Talmud Torah, every second you're basic the mitzvah, it's a new mitzvah. So when I finish this word, so I'm not being basic in the mitzvah, I, mean, I can start again. So, well, if there's another mitzvah to do, stop going with Vafa Talmud Torah, I'm just stopping it. Fine. When I'm on the way to do the Mitzvah Talmud Torah, that entire way is considered a mitzvah. Okay, big finish, but it's probably not the Talmud Torah. Fine. So that, two miles why that's called the Talmud Torah, is another, you know, a, few to, a few more truths, and just let's just speak out one more chiddush. If anyone has any rice, it's excited, we'd love to hear. A few are to make this suggestion based on Gemara Brachas after Gimel. The Gemara Brachas is talking about a person saying Kriya Shema. And the Gemara is discussing and he's blaming the Torah. The Gemara wants to know, could he also be Yetzir Kriya Shema? The person blaming for the Torah, it happens to be that this is my Kriya Shema, is he Yetzir Talmud Torah? Is he Yetzir Kriya Shema or not? So the Shaila that I've discussed over there is it possible when a person, or let's ask this a Shaila, when a person lays Kriya Shema every day, is he Yetzir Kriya Shema or not? I lay Kriya Shema in the morning, I lay Kriya Shema at night, and I Yetzir Kriya Shema or Pash, what do you say? Pash, I'd say, yeah. And Pash is to Mura Gumara, the Mura Menachem, that's how he has some base, seems to say very clearly the way that the Rabbit says in that Gumara, the Gitzvah Yamalaya, a person can be carried with the Talmudary by just saying Krishma Shashak and Shaharis. Some of my friends want to say a Kiddish, Rashi writes more true about this, that it could be that there's a Yisaid, and it could be a Yisaid which only applies in Mitzvah Shal Kriya when you read something, it doesn't apply in all Mitzvahs. But when I do a Mitzvah of Kriya, when I'm reading something, you have to tell me what Mitzvah am I doing. Am I doing a Mitzvah of bringing back the Krishna? Am I doing a Mitzvah of Krishna? Or am I doing a mitzvah of Talmud Torah? I can only do one or the other. 
Why is that true? We have to figure out. And again, it could be other mixes of pasha that I could, I don't know, let's say you give me something to eat, and it happens to be matzah, and you, I'm doing a chesed by eating it for you, and also it's matzah. The fire could be into both mitzvahs. It could be specifically you say in regards to mitzvah shal dibor, mitzvah shal kriya, and that's also one that the chat my friend suggests over here, that when a person's being Isaac in the Megillah, they say, friend suggests this, when a person's being Isaac in the Megillah, you have to tell me. I'm either here to one of two mitzvahs, either Kamotaya or the mitzvah of Kriya Megillah. Okay? Definitely a chiddish, something, something to think about, something to work But I want to focus on for the last few minutes over here. It's just a Vaphlegis and Rishayin over here. And the Gemara says that we're Vatla Tamutara, or we're Vatla Vaidah. The Gemara says that we stop doing Vaidah, and we come here to the Kurigilis. The Shayla, does that mean that we don't bring Karbanis that day in the midst of English? The Territory, you have to bring certain Karbanis. On Torah, we stop that. Or does Vaphlegis mean, of course, you come back and do it after Kriya Megillah? Vaphlegis means that you stop the Vaidah, do the Megillah, and then come back and finish the Karbanis. That's the Shayla. So, Rebbe Rishayim just starting from the Ran. Ran says that about the Gemara says in the Vatlin, it doesn't mean that you're not going to bring the Karbanas. Of course you have to bring the Karbanas. Karbanas is a their rice, and the Karbanas is a mitzvah their Karbanas. So therefore, when the Gemara says the Vatlin, it just means that you stop that way for now, put it on pause, then you do the Karbanas, and then you come back and finish that way. But Avada, if you only could do one or the other, let's say there was an hour left, and you forgot, I didn't do the Megillah yet. But if I don't, if I leave, I'm not going to have to bring the Karbanas, Avada means the Karbanas. That's how the Ran learns. Which well, we have quotes the Rav, and then the Ritzvah says, I, uh, he brings out another shot which disagrees. And the Ritzvah says that it could be that when the Gemara says the means you stop the mitzvah of Avodah, even if you're not going to be able to finish the Kabbalas. Allah is, you do a Megillah Megillah. I ask the Ritzvah of mitzvah of Avodah, mitzvah of Kabbalas, the rights of the only mitzvah of Says the Ritzvah, Yish Kedah 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 it's in Tafresh Pevav, I think. The Taz also goes with the Ritzvah's Mahalach. The Gemara says the Vatah means you totally put the Mitzvah on hold. And the Taz says, but what's back of shot? The Taz says because Megillah is Divrei Kabbalah. Divrei Kabbalah has the status of a Deiraisa. And the Megillah, you have a Deiraisa, there's no Deiraisa, you do make a Megillah. Yeah, yeah, that's the Mitzvah. That's the Mitzvah. The Taz is going to be another reason why. Yeah, second reason. So, just to, just to bring out, the, the, the reason why the Ran probably wasn't happy with, sure, the Taz is Mahala, is because the Ran later on, the, the place that many of the Rishayim bring out is the Kuda that, that Megillah is Zivrei Kabbalah. Later on, the Gemara says that one Amarayim, he wasn't sure which day he should read the Megillah, so he read it on both days. So, Shah is why he read it on both days. So, many Rishayim over there say, right, if it's in the Rabbah, then, like, then we go talk around the Kula. So many of the Rishayim over there say that, that it's Divrei Kabbalah. Divrei Kabbalah is like a Deiraisa. The Ran over there doesn't say that. The Ran doesn't say it's Divrei Kabbalah. The Ran says because it means Hasidus not to read both days. You see clearly the Ran did not learn that Mikra Megillah is Divrei Kabbalah. And the male of the Ran couldn't say like the Taz. That's probably why the Ran. We have to figure out why the Ran wasn't happy with Divrei Kabbalah. According to the Taz, why was he there That's a great question. Um, that's a question we have to deal with properly in all of the Rishayim. To deal with what's Pshat and the Gemara, they return with their Kabbalah and Fina. We could definitely discuss it after if you'd like. What's Pshat and this? It's a great question. And yeah, spend the last three minutes over here just to bring out one more Nakuda in the Gemara. The Gemara over here is discussing different things which were given, 
which we had before, right? At least before the time the Gemara brought down. The Targ was written later on. The Gemara asked, they already had in the times of Ezra, they already had it earlier on. So just to spend, you know, three minutes, just to, the Yisoyed will just we'll run through the Rambam kind of quickly, but it's an important Yisoyed to know for really all the Gemara's that we're going to see and really everything that we learned. The Gemara here tells us that these things, the Targum, all of these things, were originally given to Meshav and Arsina. The Gemara Bachim Bachim brings out clearly everything, Gemara, Mishnais, everything was given over to Meshav and Arsina. Okay? Yukshalim, Peyodah, in Parak Aleph, I think it's Mishnah, he brings down, Kol Mashatamad Vatsik, Asim Laharis, Parnam, and Meshav Yisina. Again, Kol Mashatamad Vatsik, Asim Laharis, which means anything that Talmud is going to come to be Mishadish, or the Lush is very important, Laharis, which literally means the Paskin. Parnam, and Meshav Yisina, it's already said, Meshav and Arsina. Okay, so Gemara sounds like any Chiddush of Torah that we and you say sounds like it's already said to Moshe Rabbeinu. The Gemara in Eskut Yishami says the Babli and Brachos that he seems to say that at least Gemara, Mishnayis, Agada was all said to Moshe Rabbeinu. That would seem pretty clearly. There's a few more mechanics like this. The Moshe Rabbeinu got called to Kula, and we would assume that Harsina Kliyos all got the entire Torah. The promise of the Gemara Menachos Apotes and Beis. The Gemara brings down the Moshe Rabbeinu came down. Moshe Rabbeinu comes up to Shemayim from the top of the Torah. Moshe is sitting there and he sees somebody's dashing, somebody's giving shear. Mark brings out Moshe Rabbeinu sat in the seventh row, it's Rekiva giving shear. And Moshe Rabbeinu had Felicia Zadas, he didn't understand what Rekiva was saying. So, Gemara is back and forth, and Moshe Rabbeinu is very upset, he doesn't, doesn't look up like what Rekiva is saying. Finally, Gemara ends off, that Rekiva said, Oh, this is not what Moshe Rabbeinu And then the Gemara says, This Shiaf and Zash and Dite, Moshe Rabbeinu is very happy. Fine, he said it off of The cash is. How does it make sense that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand what was going on here? When we just said that Moshe Rabbeinu got the entire tire, everything. How does it make sense that Rekiva was dashing things that Rekiva didn't get? So, a few different Mahalachim. We're going to go with the simplest Mahalachim. Well, this is probably the Pashtas. The Arachayim HaKadosh brings down. Arachayim, it's already brought down earlier in Rishayim. That Avada, Moshe Rabbeinu, and that's the difference between Lush and Yushami. Moshe Rabbeinu got every single Halachim. And that's the Lashon of Yushami, Komash HaTamad Vatsik Asin Lahayrais, which means anything that Talmud is going to Paskin, Moshe Rabbeinu already got Arsina. <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu also got the Klolem, the rules, had a Darshan. But Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't necessarily make all the Drashas, he just had the Alakas. So in Mela, it makes a lot of sense. Moshe Rabbeinu knew the Alakas, but he didn't necessarily know where the Alakas come from. And that's where Rekiva's Darshan, Rekiva's Darshan, the places where all this come from, and Mela, it's very meductive in the Gemara, because the Gemara says, then Moshe Rabbeinu said, what's the Makar for it? And he said, oh, Talmud Moshe Sinai, very Gishmak. So Moshe Rabbeinu recognized, he wasn't making up, Rabbi wasn't being Mechadish to Allah. So Rabbi was just showing you where the Allah came from, and that's why, really, it's all Moshe Sinai, that's where Moshe was happy. Now, just the next step, so now we're assuming that Moshe Rabbeinu got called to Rekula, at least to Allah. Did he give them over to Kaisa? Did Kaisa get all those Allah as well? So the passion is you'd say, yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu gave over the entire Torah to Klai Yisrael. You know, the Mishra Rebbe starts off, Moshe Rabbeinu shows the king, we would assume he gave over the entire Torah to Klai Yisrael. However, it doesn't seem that that's the Pashtas, it doesn't seem that that's the case, because if you look, many times in the view, we don't know that well, many much like him. So the Yushami in Abel says very clearly, it's very important you say to know, the Yushami in Abel says, Tysus Yantav says this in a dumb different Yavis, that Moshe Rabbeinu did not give over Kultar Kula to Klai Yisrael. He gave over certain things that Hashem told him to give over. But there are many halachas that Moshe Rabbeinu did not give over, which makes a lot of sense why later on the Flakes developed and Rabbanu came over with Chanash halachas because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't necessarily give over the entire Torah. So just to keep in mind, whenever the Gemara says over here, let's say that Targum was given, all of these things. That's what the Gemara thing says, the Gemara Tzerhedja says as well. Tysus has the cash array that we find that David and David and Shalom are Flakes and about Kedushin and about what the value of Kedushin was. We have no Flakes in front of that. Tysus has the cash Tysus says the 
the way Tayshis answers it is that Indian families were Machlekesim, but they had Bezmet Gadol, and since they had Bezmet Gadol, they were the Paschal Shredder. The Gemara says that there were three Machlekesim, the first Machlekesim was about three, the Gemara says Shamil Arg about three things, and later on they argued about more things. That's because they lost the Bezmet Gadol. What did you say? Now we can't Machriya, however, we got a Bezmet and therefore there is basically no such thing as me telling you, if you have a, if you have a reputable Heinz who says something, I can tell you that you're wrong. Which is why the Gemara said that Shamiel still kept their own side. Before Shamiel, which is you know made very much by the Rambam Yavamos recently, the Gemara Yavamos after Gilan Beit says that places skaydu like zas agudas agudas, which means that you can't have people doing different things in different places. The Gemara says, who is that said about? How many Shamiel? Makes a lot of sense. Why did they address before? There's no machlekes, and after that they were talking about machlekes. That's how there's places skaydu. Okay. Right. But again, just come back to this Gemara. When the Gemara talks about that we had the Targum, we had the, all these pieces of Titan, all these things, you have to always try to figure out, was that something which Moshe Rabbeinu gave over to Klaisel, or was that something which Moshe Rabbeinu run? Definitely a discussion in each one of these places, what happened, what exactly was Allah over there. Alright, pick up tomorrow. Thank you.